The New Marketing Show is brought to you by Trinity Web Media. TrinityWebMedia.com. Trinity Web Media solves business problems with intelligent web development and digital marketing. Hey everyone, welcome to another episode of The New Marketing Show, the podcast where we talk about how intelligent digital marketing and web development solves business problems. Today, oh man, today is an episode of all episodes. First of all, I have Kevin back on the show. What's going on there, Greg? How are you today? Good, good. Nice to have you back on the show. I know that we've all been busy and going and doing things our own ways and our own schedules. And I know that you were traveling, I was traveling, you were sick, I was sick, <laughs> and we just weren't able to record together. But the show went on, right? And also, who else do we have with us, Kevin? Nate Baldwin. Yeah. Drum roll. Jo- I think, wait, wait. <coughs> Oh, that's it. <laughs> so close. So close. Hey, we have our media producer, Nate Baldwin, here, here with us, who's been on the show a whole bunch before, but it's been a minute, right, Nate? Yeah, it's been a while. Thanks for having me on for uh, such a special show. And you want to tell everybody why it's so special? I feel like this is something that you should break down. This is a long time coming. I don't know. Kevin? You want Three-digit club. This is episode 100 of the new marketing show. Here, hey. High five. We got high five. We got real high fives there. We're actually sitting in... This is a rare recording, too, because we're actually all sitting in the same room, uh, kind of campfired around the microphone and the laptop and getting everything done. So, hey, 100 episodes, guys. That is, And then when you think about it, with all the bonus episodes, we're really, I mean, we're, we're wait, Nate, you know more than Yeah, and we're over 300. So, over 300 episodes. bonus wow. episodes. So 10,000 downloads we've crossed, different metrics like that. And you know what? We thank everybody for listening. Sharing, rating, reviewing, critiquing, busting our balls. I don't know. They thank everybody just for being being a part of <laughs> suffering of, through the first couple. Suffering through the first couple. You know what? Let's just jump right into it. Yeah. <clears throat> you know, I think today you know, we did a, a roundtable. We've done a couple of roundtable episodes, mm-hmm. and I think that those have always been fun because then we get to kind of riff and talk, just sort of like how we do normally, whether we're in the Trinity office or we're down my collaborative workspace fish tank, or we're at Triumph Brewery kicking some ass on trivia. Mm-hmm. That's right. So one of the things I think that is always successful and cool is like, we have all these different episodes. We've had all these different guests. We've had all these different things. So I think that let's spend some time talking about what some of the more memorable things. What what's Let's talk about memorable episodes. Let's talk about things that are going on right now in Trinity. Let's talk about 2020, which is right around the corner. Yeah. Let's talk about the future of this podcast we can end with. And let's just go from there. So, you know what? I'll let Nate start. Like, what about you know, that? Let me do the honors? Yeah, I was looking at Kevin, but I'm going to let... I did a no-look pass no to look Nate. No-look pass, little Patrick Mahomes. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, no, I mean, it's been a lot of fun doing every episode and editing them. It's been a learning experience for me. I'm sure it's just like you guys have, and... I think looking back on all the things, I think some of my favorite stuff, not take away from you guys, has definitely been some of the guests that well, have come on the show. Yeah, without a doubt. Yeah, I think that the guests have provided some memorable moments for the show. And like, guests are hard to come by. You know, oh, no I mean, we are all busy. And like, I wish it to show, you know, we're not, I'm not John Lee Dumas. Mm-hmm. I'm not, uh, you know, a Jay Bear or something like that that has to pull that. I can schedule guests out, mm. you know, and all that stuff out. Typically, I'm reaching out 
maybe a week in advance for a if guest. That, yeah, yeah, for right? sure. It's, so yeah. oh, thank you to all the guests who have been yeah. in here. So you, you touch on guests. Who do you think – who's your favorite guest episode? I'm going to take things all the way back to episode number 31. This is back, back, back. Way back. And this is with Evo Terra. You remember that? Yeah. Right? That was, yeah. that was definitely one of my favorite episodes. I know we talked a whole lot about a little bit of everything on that show. I think my favorite being the, his beer diet. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the beer diet wouldn't have happened if it wasn't, I mean, if it wasn't for Evo being Evo, first of all. And I've, I've known Evo a long time. And actually, I share a co-working space now down in Haddon Township with people who are friends of Evo. Really? <clears throat> Which is a Small podcast. World. Podcasters yeah. no podcasters. Yeah. So the beer diet would not have happened if it wasn't for Evo's abstract mind, first of all, right? The second thing is, I don't know if it would have really happened if it wasn't for his doctor, Terry Simpson, mm-hmm. who's you know someone that we knew from Phoenix, and Brett Giles, who was his boss at the time at Sightwire. So right. like, because remember he was saying, like, saying you, you could have a beer at work. I work. Lunch. <laughs> <laughs> I tried to work that out. I couldn't. Yeah. How's that working for you? Yeah. Your rider got shorter after that conversation. Yeah, most certainly did. Definitely, definitely the expense account did. <laughs> but I think that's a good one. I think you definitely need a good doctor when you're doing a beer diet like that. Yeah. I mean, you just got to make sure that that stuff is supervised. But Evo is a smart Smart dude when it comes to podcasting space. Oh, sure. We've collaborated on a lot of projects and a lot of different things over the years. You know, I Evo had a podcast back at Gangplank, and I got to get my Gangplank mentioned in because mm-hmm. I think Gangplank was mentioned in all 100 of these episodes now. <laughs> <laughs> right? Big chat. shout out to to uh, uh, Derek Neighbors and Jade Mesco. But Evo at 11 was this podcast that he had forever, and like it was. Evo at 11 because they recorded Wednesday nights, which was our hack night at 11. And one day I was just like, I want to be on the show. He's like, well, come on in here. I didn't know what was was going on. It was fun. I mean, we just had, you know, a a couple sips of something, something. And we were just in there talking and just riffing on different music and marketing and stuff. And the community around that is just awesome. But Evo was a great guest. And Evo, true to, I believe, true to the new marketing show form, was booked like 30 minutes before we recorded it. <laughs> right, Kev? Pretty sure. Because he was doing his podcast pontifications. And if you, you follow him on Facebook, he does, or Simply Media, he does podcast pontifications, which is a live Facebook thing mm-hmm. all the time, where he's able to go ahead and he just talks about the future of podcasts. And then mm-hmm. I think that we were watching it, you and I, and we said, hey, why don't you come on? Because we recorded when yeah. it's up here and stuff. That's right. We're like, hey, why don't you come on? He's like, okay, how's now? Is now good for you? We're like, all right, all right. podcast machine. Yeah. yeah, but the guests definitely make it. So, I mean, you, you know, you meaning Nate, you listen to every episode <laughs> more than once. Yeah, a couple times, I'd say, in the process of editing. You know, it's one of those things where it's just like, you know, this whole thing is a process. Definitely, you know, you trust the process. I, I knew you were going to slip the citrus <laughs> in there. I have to. We have we have Nate Joel Embiid over. Uh, over not Ben Simmons, no, not today. <laughs> but it's it's one of those things where you know it's a, a learning thing, yeah, and like that's no one of the things I think Evo even touched on. I believe it was Ida, uh, a previous guest, Ida uh, Uma Emma, who said, uh, you know, falling in love with the process is part yeah. of you know. Having a just sit down, do it. You yep. learn how to fall in love with the process. Yeah, I, I I remember Ida's episode, and I remember like Ida is my dude, right? You know, because of Ida, 
uh, I got into video, making videos, and mm. I got into video marketing, and I got into all that stuff. And I did that early on for marketing press, right? Which has continued to the day for mm-hmm. with Trinity. Now yeah. we do, you know, two versions of each thing that Nate also has to watch and produce. <laughs> <laughs> Poor Nate has to listen to us all day. The, the fucking guy's paid to do it. <laughs> <laughs> There's no the fanboy there. He's paid to do it. <laughs> it could be worse. <laughs> but like Ida, you know, I remember him saying that clearly where he's yeah. talked a lot about, don't worry about the final result, mm-hmm. right? Mm. If you fall in love with the process, the product is going to come and find itself. Yep. And that was really, really, and like, I, I think that, you know, Ida was, I mean, Ida as a guest was less than, I want to say less than 25. He was in there. He was before yeah. Evo. Oh yeah. yeah. Early on. He yeah. was early yeah. on there. And that's one of the things that like, you know, being a podcaster, being a WordPress author or blogger or something like that, like you have to really love the process. You have to really, really let go of the final result a mm-hmm. lot of times because you know you know this kevin episode one episode hopefully episode 100 is better than episode one was but like who who knows yeah. i mean like it's one of those things like you have to be i always feel like people who are successful right are people who are willing to fail in public and not really give a shit about it like yeah. look at elon musk right? right look at somebody like that like spacex blows up and he's like oh okay well, well let's do go it back again. to the where we'll figure it out nobody mm-hmm. got hurt thank god you know we're all good yeah. <clears throat> you know yeah so it's one of those things where it's like if you're willing to learn in the public eye and you're willing to fail and you're willing to go ahead and take risks i think that you're always yeah gonna be better for that but yeah. Ida was a great guest talking about he video was. Video production, video marketing. Yeah. And, you know, he's one of the reasons that we're so heavily invested in our clients' content strategy with video. Yeah, absolutely. You know, I, and, you know, video is not easy to do. Even if you're comfortable doing it, yeah, yeah. it's not easy to do. And going back yeah. to what you're saying, it's, it's all process, too. I mm-hmm. mean, like, throughout these 100 episodes, <laughs> there's been so much that, other than just the recording aspect, it's been the social, learning oh. how to promote a podcast on social it's been all these different learning like i was gonna say one of the things i learned is taking out the dog barking in the background oh, yeah. all, all yeah. these different things you know yeah. simple things but it's like a process and you learn through it yeah show notes show notes mm-hmm. I mean, show notes huge yeah. i mean i know we talked we touched on that with evo mm-hmm. you know it's like show notes like, yeah and the show notes kind of bring me back to an earlier guest who you know talked about value in advance as a podcast, if you're not putting up good show notes, you're not offering value in right. advance. And, and that, that guest was is Chris, Chris Lee. Lee. Chris Lee. There we go. Dude, Chris Lee. Chris Lee, that's right. He definitely talked a lot about giving value in advance before asking for anything. Yep. And like that was, you know, and we talked about, okay, so if you didn't listen to Chris Lee's episode, we talked about it in the context of lead magnets. Yes. You mm-hmm. know, because he does a lot of like uh, sales funnel conversion optimization type stuff you know along with being a brilliant wordpress developer and uh chris lee is a good friend of mine from scottsdale soon to be a resident of australia he's moving this january to australia with with the family so chris if you're listening definitely wish you a lot of love a lot of luck and you know always always you know you have a home back here to visit and you know when we come throw a shrimp on the barbie <laughs> yeah jesus no christ you know how many times people probably say that <laughs> i was going to say it, it but I, <laughs> I was gonna say fosters but anyway but like <clears throat> chris is one of those people who was, who was very very kind and gave us a lot of time when we discussed you know how do you really give value mm-hmm. like what is value 
you know, it's mm-hmm. all perceived. And like what you know and what you may consider is valuable is not valuable to somebody else. And how do you tap into all the, the different people? And how do you tap into the other thing? You know, Susan Byer was, was one of my favorite guests. Like, We're talking about audience, yeah. audience personas. Understanding your audience. <laughs> audience. And these are people that came on early, early, early in the show. You know, uh, some of the other guests that we had was so. And by far, okay. every guest we mentioned is a gangplanker. Is a gangplank person so yeah. far. There's one other person that we had on the show that was tied to gangplank. Or is there two? One, one, one per other person tied to the to the show was a gangplanker. That was a guest was Mike Cassidy. Mike Cassidy, yeah. Because yep. Mike Cassidy, who I met through gangplank, and Mike Cassidy came on in last January when he was launching his initiative. Oh, of right. eradicating childhood or type two diabetes, Correct. you know, through fitness. Mm-hmm. And, you know, Mike's a great, great dude. And what I've seen and what I've talked to Mike, like he's had good amount of success getting buy-in, changing the fitness world mm-hmm. just by changing them. You know, <clears throat> going back to this, right. He was able to change the, the, his members worlds and everything like that in their health by solving a bigger problem. Yep. And the tool that he used to solve his problem is fitness and diet and nutrition mm-hmm. versus yep. You know, it's no different than us, the business problem. We saw business problems using WordPress and social media and, you know, uh, audience uh, data segmentation, things like that. But, you know, he was doing the same thing. And so Mike was, you know, another great – and he came to us from – he was on vacation in Hawaii. That's right. He took time away with, right. with Lynn and the girls yeah. to be on the show. One of the biggest <clears throat> things I remember him saying is, like, meeting your fitness goals and, like, not the end. It's right. like the next step. And it's a lot yeah. like marketing. When you meet one marketing goal, you're immediately, yeah. you know, moving on to the next where, you know, fitness, if you have a goal to gain X amount of pounds in muscle or drop X amount of pounds, like that's just one step of the journey. As soon yeah. as you get there, it's a, there's a continuum. Yeah. And some, and sometimes, you know, like in business, the continuum is sustainability. Sure. And, you know, Mike was one of those people. And, and I really applaud Mike when he came on the show. It was awesome because he didn't know how this whole venture was going to work out. He just knew that he had good people behind him, you know, his bosses and his, the upper management of the, the YMCA's and the East Bay in California, Northern California, were, that supported what he wanted to do. And mm-hmm. I thought that that was super, yeah. super cool. You know, other guests that we had, we had Michelle Schulte Michelle. talking about how design solves problems. Sure. Michelle's yeah. brilliant. Michelle, that, was, you've never, that was a good one. Yeah. You've never seen Michelle present at a conference Definitely watch her present at a conference. She's fantastic. You know, she is extremely, extremely talented at design, development, and, and use UI, yeah. user mm-hmm. interface type of Yeah, there are a lot of gems in that stuff. Yeah. She is fantastic. Uh, other guests that we've had, we had one of our favorite people, Kevin. Kiara Boone. Kiara Boone. She taught us not only that. Cardi B is a bird. She talks, yes. We talk about Cardi B is a bird, but she also, <laughs> you know, one of my biggest takeaways from Kiara is like, there is no overnight success. Yeah, yeah. 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 Like, you know, oh, you're like, all of a sudden you made it. And it's like, no, no, no. I worked very hard for X amount of time to make it like, and the yeah. misconception there. Oh yeah. I mean, a lot of people, you know, well, it's Oprah Winfrey has a quote. It's like, everybody wants to take a limo. Everybody wants to ride in the limo to the show with you, but nobody ever wants to take the bus with you. You know what I mean? Yeah. And it's just like, it's one of those things that Kiara, I remember talking to Kiara mostly about, we were talking a lot about vanity metrics yep. and her being in the fashion industry. And I think she just got her 
gig with Essence yes, Magazine yeah. when she started writing for Essence. And one of the things that we talked a lot about then was vanity metrics. Yep. And I think that our social – we had an episode drop early on about stop chasing vanity mm-hmm. metrics, which has been one of my f- f- peeves mm-hmm. of the – in the marketing world is everybody wants to chase likes. Everybody's chasing followers. And I do it too in my stupid vegan food picks. I wonder how many people are doing it. So I saw invested in trying out different hashtag shit. You right. know what I mean? I, we all get caught up in it, right? <clears throat> but like as a business, you can't get caught up in chasing the wrong metrics mm-hmm. because if you chase the wrong, if you chase it, spend a lot of time chasing the things that do not matter, you're going to find yourself out of business sure or, or in a couple of weeks when they take away likes and you're chasing them the whole time yeah yeah i mean prepared. then there's bigger things like you know you know there's a lot of psychological things that come with that like people don't like your my brand anymore let alone people don't like me as a person anymore mm-hmm. you know <clears throat> i think that you know there, there's a lot of things that go into that that go into that uh that episode and go into vanity metrics that people will get too wrapped up in. Oh, without a doubt. You know? And Nate, what do you think about vanity metrics? Since you run, you know, all the social and you're working on all of that, like what do you I think what it, what metric do you see people get hung up in the most? So definitely as you're saying, the likes and the follows, but at a at a certain point it is a representation of like who you can reach and who you can't. But with new updates, with new algorithms, you can have fifteen thousand followers that are half bots and you're gonna end up with twenty likes on pictures. So right. I think it's interesting. I think that Instagram finding a way to eliminate vanity metrics is going to, it's going to be a positive. Yeah. And I think that it's one of those things like, you know, on Instagram, speaking of Instagram, I follow the daily stoicism, mm-hmm. you know, which is like little tidbits of wisdom. And like, they have this day, you know, the seven days in a week, you know, Monday through Sunday and like what to pay attention to that day. And mm-hmm. Thursday, Thursdays, you know, it says be ruthless to things that don't matter. Mm-hmm. So be ruthless. Like, Okay, you know, if you get ruthless on the things that don't matter and just be savage and just, yeah, just be like, cut it off. I'm, cut it off. Yeah. I'm done. No doubt. It's like that crazy girl you don't want to talk to anymore. I'm, I'm sad. I'm cutting that I'm off. I'm blocked. I'm blocked. Even on the LinkedIn, you're getting blocked. How would it be in real life? You could just have all these things that don't matter and you could just see them and just be like, block. Block. Yeah. <laughs> I wish. Yeah, we that. <clears throat> so, I mean, Kiara was great. And then we just recently had Taylor Walden on. And Taylor Taylor is one of my favorite people in the WordPress community. One of the smart, talented writers. One of the smart people who really make Give WP go, mm-hmm. you know, when it comes to content. They make their con- she makes her content fire for them. And like, oh, yeah. we were able to talk to her recently about giving Tuesday. And then I was actually on their giving Tuesday a thon. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, <clears throat> yeah. so it was pretty, pretty interesting. You know, she did a lot of good stuff. Yeah. And I mean, I, there was an episode that you didn't make with Hans and Zanata from Termageddon talking about right. privacy policies right. and the importance of privacy policies mm-hmm. with all right. the upcoming yeah, law like changes, even a- more topical now as we're going into 2020. Oh man. You know, that stuff is, that stuff is big. That stuff is big, big, big. Mm-hmm. And I think we got a special guest. Parker's coming in. Oh, uh, we got the we office got, got pop. The, the office dogs coming oh, in. The duo, so, the dynamic duo. Uh, yeah, I mean, Hans of Termageddon really was able to shed some light on our audience 
Mm. When we were able to, you know, who else we had on the show? We had Brian from Yext. Oh, the lost episodes. The lost episodes. The lost lost episodes because there was a couple of things that we needed to edit out of it to protect some proprietary stuff. Right. That it is. So thank you for everybody who came on the show. You know, I I think that, you know, this podcast has been a huge part of our content strategy Mm. and a huge part of our social outreach, a huge part of the things. And like, you know, we don't monetize this. Obviously, there's no sponsors. Right. But it's one of those things where it's like we have a podcast because it's nice to it's nice to sit down and talk with Kevin all the time about topics. It's nice to have you come in here on Topics Nate. And it's also nice when we're able to say to a client, oh, if you're having a challenge with this, we address that in episode 96, mm-hmm. you know, on the new marketing yeah, show. Exactly. Give it a listen. Mm-hmm. You know, it just shows that we're active and involved in what we preach. You know, we we produce podcasts, we, the Plastic Surgery Revolution mm-hmm. for Dr. Stephen Davis in Cherry Hill, New Jersey, which you do all that work. How do you see producing Dr. Davis's podcast versus producing our own? Is there a big difference or? The, the main difference would be it's the solo podcast versus the duo mm. that you guys are. So, I, I mean, obviously, like, they each come with challenges. Right. But, yeah, I think that it's just finding the, you know, the tone that he has and making sure it works with my editing and having, you know, whatever is required that goes to uh, just make it sound as best as possible. Yeah. And we use all the same tools. We use the same tool. It's Adobe Audition. And then upload it to Podbean. Yes. And then then it it syndicates out from there. So, and then uh, post it the same way to Mm -hmm. WordPress with the embedded player. Right. right? Mm -hmm. It's just so interesting how, you know podcasting has come such a long way. You know, I know that Evo getting back to Evo, Evo was one of the very first podcasters. He wrote the book mm. podcasting for dummies. <clears throat> and then Mark and Christina from fish tank down in the Haddon township, they have a, a company called cask media, cask, cask strength media. And they produce a, a show about whiskey called the whiskey cast. Okay, and we got to start one of those. Pretty soon. <laughs> and, and they are one of the original podcasts. They were one of the first 3000 podcasts Good. in iTunes. Wow. And I talked to Christina a little bit about things and like she, you know, we talked about like the old way to submit an RSS feed, you know, for iTunes versus all the way to do Mm -hmm. it nowadays. I mean, things have come and we want to talk about, oh gosh, I got to say it's been, they've been doing their podcast for 14 years now. So I know that. So we can date the technology back 15 years probably Mm -hmm. for podcasting, right? Just think about how far the medium has gone and the, and as far as, and the media reach Mm -hmm. and everything and how much easier things are nowadays with a lower, lower barrier to entry, you know? And so Kevin, so lower barrier to entry for podcasting, good or bad. Oh, double-edged sword for sure. I mean, great for the democratization of like, you know, everybody having a say and being able to, you know, have feelings and thoughts on a topic and put it out to the world quality though, mm. are, you know, is it a disservice to the audience that the barrier is so low? Right. What do you think about that, Nate? Uh, I think it's interesting, actually. It's, it's a really interesting conversation to have just thinking about like the low barrier entry. Cause it is good in a way that you can record with your Apple headphones, right? Get it over to me. Yep. I can edit it in post-production to make it sound just as clear as hopefully as it would in a studio. Right. So there's good. And like you're saying, it is a disservice to some of the audience when you're pushing out like low quality stuff. But 
at the same time, you know, there's a, everyone likes something different. So maybe it's good so, to have something. I think different. the real takeaway here is everybody needs a knee. Well, obviously, <laughs> I mean, okay, come on, let's get right to the point. Yeah, obviously. Easy. Yeah, but, no. I, you know, I agree with you guys. I think that the barrier to entry is low, which means, which in my mind, two things are going to suffer. Whatever the barrier entry is that low. Quality is going to suffer, and quality in both production and content quality mm-hmm. are going to suffer. Sure. You know, and I, I think that that's the big difference now that, you know, you don't need a big studio. <clears throat> you know, mm-hmm. if we were... If, if you're paying for a studio every single time you wanted to record a podcast, I guarantee if everybody paid for a studio when they wanted to go in and record a podcast, I guarantee the content would be way better. Oh, yeah. You wouldn't have things like that, you know, were just off topic. You wouldn't mm-hmm. have things that were like poorly planned. You yeah. know, you wouldn't have things that sounded terribly. Like mm-hmm. there's, I listen to like a, a Shrugged Collective. It's a collect, collection of fitness podcasts. And it's amazing, like how some podcasts sound um, great, mm-hmm. like they're recorded and produced and equalized, and the levels are all mm-hmm. good. And some sound like they were recorded in a hollow echo chamber. You know, mm-hmm. how it's like the quality of the whole thing yeah. is so so different. And I think that that's one of the things that it, moving forward that we're going to start seeing more and more in podcasts, where you know Apple Podcasts or like I use Overcast. Now mm-hmm. to listen to my podcast, you know, or like Stitcher uh, lives in any of those things. I think they're going to start putting a premium on quality. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. But, or else they're just diluting their own market. Yeah. I mean, there's already so many podcasts that when you look up a genre, it's hard to just narrow down one. Yeah. Because it's also not the content. It's not the quality always. It's do I want to listen to this person? Do I yeah. like the way that they present an idea or yep. – it's like, you know, I, I listen to a lot of audiobooks, right? Mm-hmm. My Audible account, you know, we're, our Audible oh, yeah. account is full of good stuff. Oh, yeah. But I think that one of the things is like, it could be something I'm super interested in. It could be something that I really want to learn about. It could be about somebody or by someone that I'm, I really like, but it's all about the narrator. Mm-hmm. If the That's narrator right. is like gonna put me to sleep or if, if he's not british uh, yeah. I'm just <laughs> or like whatever it just i'm just not into it yep. like i try, try to listen to some true crime podcast this morning making breakfast and i just couldn't listen to the guy yep. i was just like god and like yeah. i've returned audiobook and you know much to audible's credit audible knows yep. <clears throat> that because like you can return an audible book if you've mm-hmm. had it for less than i think 90 days yep if you don't and one of the reasons why is like didn't like the narrator yep Really? That's, yeah, that's, that's huge. No, that's, yep. that's one of those things. So Trinity Web Media, let's let's shift focus a little bit there. What highs and lows and all the fun that we've had and all the the, the nuttiness and the craziness and, and the things, what you know, stands out? When we look back at 2019, right, <clears throat> as a team, as a collective, right, what stands out in your mind, you know, as a – as something that just stands out in your mind. It doesn't have to be a high point, a low point, or whatever. Kevin, what do you think? I think you relocating to the East Coast helped take us to the next level for sure. You know, not necessarily within the business, but like just having that that feeling of camaraderie all, you know, with much closer. Yeah, and that was definitely, it was a difficult decision, but not that difficult when it all came to fruition. You know, I, I, moving down outside Philadelphia, lucking into and i want to really say lucking into finding the best co-working space for me at fish mm-hmm. tank i said them 
you know, Fish Tank could be the new gang plank, you know, and there we go. <laughs> oh, yeah, podcast. Yeah. How about oh, that? So Jen, if you're, if you're listening to us, <clears throat> we, we love Fish Tank. So, I mean, really lucking into that place yeah. because Fish mm-hmm. Tank is less than 10 minutes from my house. Mm-hmm. But that day that I was going to look for a co-working space, that was the second or third one I, I went to. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah, because yeah. the other ones were closed. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah no, so Cross legit closed. Like I, I knocked on the door like nobody was there. Yes. I had to two other ones. And then I was just like, well, where am I going to go? So I, I remember having to meet up with you guys for like a, a call. Mm-hmm. And then I was in a Starbucks right down the street. And I'm like, oh, there's this one right yeah. down here. And I walked in there and I'm blown away. Yep. I think that that for me personally, more than business-wise, was a game changer so that I don't yeah. feel like I'm so alone in that cycle, uh, in, in, that, in that silo mm-hmm. where I'm just, you know, <clears throat> I have other people doing similar things. Yeah. I mean, and Fish Tank is not gangbang. Fish Tank is not we were, you know, Fish Tank I have, you know, there's a, a, a guy who does nonprofit digital marketing that sits across from me. There's a guy that does SEO that sits across from mm-hmm. me. There's somebody that does uh, like, college enrollment that sits in back of me there's another uh, software tech down down the road from me. there's an attorney who sits at the same desk that i do yeah. you know so it's a very very cool mix that is cool of things so i mean that was definitely that was interesting you know one of the things that stand out for me is just the different types of clients yeah that we've been able to work with this year we worked mm-hmm. with everyone from two nonprofits mm-hmm. to a couple medical practices yeah to a high-powered staffing agency which signed on with us, you know, in quarter four, to uh, everybody in the middle, B to C, B to B. Everybody asks, like, what, who does Trinity work with? I'm like, as much as I want to define it to small businesses, nonprofits, and startups, which is always the core that I have worked with, I think it's really expanded. It, it, it's expanded past that. Because mm-hmm. our company that we work with in – Arizona, both companies, the luxury real estate company and the staffing company, you know, they may be considered by whatever, by by industrial code as a small business, but they're not a small business at all, revenue wise. Mm -hmm. No. And I think that it's been interesting to navigate. And like we talked about this morning a little bit, like having a client roster with a depth chart. Right. And being like, okay, a client that looks like this needs this, these type of roles. Yep. You know, a client that looks like this needs this role. Mm-hmm. A client that has this needs these two roles. And I think that it's been really a testament to us as a group and us staying together while we, you know, Kevin and me more than you, Nate, like fight and dislike <laughs> each other from time to time. <laughs> you know you know what I mean? But that's like, you know, it's typically like how we've been able to make things go. Yeah. And I think that this podcast has been a big, a big part of everything only because you know, with the podcast kind of connects us always, and the videos always keep connecting us. So, yeah. high point of me would for my 2019 was moving back to the East Coast, finding Fish Tank, and then also just being able to work with a lot of different types of challenges. Yeah. Mm. You know, what about you, Nate? Where are you at? For me, I don't know if it's a high point, but this year definitely I learned all just handling my processes. There were just mm. so many things that came onto my desk this year that, like, I had knowledge with that and experience with, but just making sure that it's like curated to that industry and that yep. tone is figuring out my process and then kind of like create, like writing it down and making sure that everything that I do is to like a certain standard and making sure that I do it the best I can. It's, it's just been a big year for, of like growth for me. Yeah, I think another, uh, another turning point, like as it relates to the company and you is when we decided at that breakfast that one Saturday to say, you know what, 
Nate, you're really interested in social media. You're really interested in production of video and music and media stuff. Mm -hmm. Why don't we put you in charge of all of it? And I think that we turned that loose. I think we discussed it on a Saturday and turned it loose on the Monday. Monday. We turned it around that quick. And I think that that has also been a game changer for our business. Only because now you are responsible for all of that. Exactly. It's like you always say, it's like what you do best. It's like yeah. putting yourself in that role. And yeah. it's been figuring that out and that growing with you guys as a company. It's been a great year. I, I agree where it's just like you put people like this is, you've always said that's your strength, you know, when you can put people in the best place, yeah. you know, the where right person for the right role at the right time. Yeah. And I think the part of it was, is I stepped back because I used to produce the podcast. I used to produce my own videos and all mm-hmm. that stuff. And yeah. I was just like, yeah. okay, everything. This is insane. I can't do this and be mm-hmm. over here doing the dev and the, the strategy and shit like that. And it's it's one of those things where it was like, like handing that all over to you <clears throat> not only allowed you to do what you do best, it allowed me to do what I do best. Yeah, exactly. You know, which kind of freed everything up. And I think that when did we make that decision? It was probably January, I was trying mid-January. to figure that out yesterday. Was it mid January? Mid January, early February. We went yeah. to Platform One for lunch. Right. There's snow on the okay. ground. Okay. Yeah. So uh, we did that. And with, without that, there is no way that we would go, we would have been able to do the high quality of work no. for everybody else Agreed. that we we're able to do. Because now I'm a big believer in do something, do it well. Don't dabble. Yeah, yeah 100%. You know, if you dabble in shit, like, it doesn't matter. Yeah. What Foot in, foot out. Yeah. You know, just go all in. Yeah, always. You know, and like you, you know, you had the chops to do it. And and to your credit, I think that you trusted us a little bit and you're just like, okay, this sounds good. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> this sounds good. Sorry. This sounds good. I think I like it. I know it's what I like to do. Mm-hmm. But but then to make it as part of your actual core work role. Yeah, exactly. Like I was saying, figuring out that process is like you've seen plenty of times where I was overwhelmed and oh, just yeah. trying to oh, figure yeah. out like how I was gonna manage everything. Yeah. And and you really owned it. You've done yeah. it. Exactly. Yeah, I appreciate that. How yeah. has that so here's a question. Like, I know that you into like producing music and like doing all of that stuff. How has that? Have, have you still been able to do that, or because now you do it for, for work, are you a little bit less in there? I know that loving skateboarding, mm. right? The worst job I ever had was when I worked in the skateboard industry. <clears throat> you know what I mean? I just Get didn't that. want to. I just didn't want to do it. Mm-hmm. I just didn't mm. want to go to a skate park and have some kid like, oh, why is the why is this bowl yeah. only three feet deep? Well, it's something called the water table. <laughs> Mm-hmm. You're at the beach. I mean, yeah. you, you yeah. know how hard it was to make this thing even three feet deep without mm-hmm. filling up with water. Yeah, it's totally a water that. table, kid. <laughs> <laughs> but like, no, yeah. Have you experienced a little bit yeah. of that? I think that one of the biggest differences is like whether you really like something. But personally, I don't sound corny, but it's like a passion for me. Like right. media is like my passion, and that's what I love doing. Whether it's music, whether it's a podcast or something, I love like producing it, making it nice and shiny, and shipping it out. I mean, it's, right. that's it's awesome. What I love to do. That is pretty corny. <laughs> it's very corny. <laughs> no, that's no. I mean, that's, but like, that's exactly what you want to do. Yeah. Like, you know, you're gonna people, be emotional here. Greg. <laughs> people always like, you know, like fucking follow your passion and the dollars will come. No, that's uh, not true. No, or, yeah, follow exactly. your passion, you'll never have a work a, a day in your life. Yeah, is that true? No, 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 it's not. But like, no. do what you like yeah. to do, and you're still gonna have good days. You're still gonna have bad days. But when you follow your passion and you're doing what you love to do. Your good days and your your good days are going to outnumber your bad days. Easily. 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 You know, I've had some bad, rough days over the year, but like the good days still outweigh yeah. the bad, yeah, of course, yeah. you know, w- without a doubt. 
You know, something else that comes to my mind that was I thought really cool for a number of reasons was winning the hundred and a half. Oh, oh yeah, I totally right. forgot about that. That's that was right. so, huge. You know, and that was cool for me. It was it was really great for our team morale. It was awesome to see how many people in our lives support us. Yes. My favorite part was seeing how excited our clients got to know that like you guys are the best in the area. Yeah. Well, that, I, that, I feel great really to work cool. with you. Yeah. So that was a really cool. And the hundred and happenings is the county that we live in, mm-hmm. or that where. Uh, Trinity Web Media is located. We are recognized as the best web development company in the county. I mean, I'm sure that that award probably expands the state and worldwide. Oh, yeah, yeah, at some point. Easily. But yeah, yeah, that was that was a high point yeah, of the that, year. One of my favorite parts was at the gala. We show up, everyone's in tuxedos and in typical marketing fashion. Uh, Kevin's in like a flannel. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> yeah. So we yeah. definitely stood out from That's the crowd. Awesome. I remember the look uh, Nate and my wife Jenna gave me. We're like, we're going, in, you're going in there? Like, yeah, I'll hold the door for you. Let's yeah. go. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's been a great year. I mean, and it's pretty cool that episode 100 is kind of falling at the end yeah. of the year. Mm-hmm. Right? I remember yeah, talking to you a, a, month ago. a month or two yeah. ago. I'm like, hey, can you calculate the date that we're going to hit 100? And you're like, oh, I think it's going to be right at the end of the year. You know, so it's been it's been great. We appreciate everybody. You know, so let's do this real quick. 2020, right? 2020, what guests do we want to put on our radar be on the new marketing show if you had a dream guest list and a realistic guest list realistic I, mean, or dream. I don't give a, i don't give a shit we'll make it happen right. one way or the other yeah right? it will make it happen who do you think you would want to see on the show it's a great question it's actually hmm. a simple question i mean we got we got, I, I, could think here a second. I, could th- oh, I thought you were asking kevin no no yeah. throw it out all right i can um like local people? Or- it doesn't matter. Who do you want to see on the show? Now I feel stumped. Great, Greg, give us one. I mean, like, come on. Let's think of one. Let's think of one. All right, I got a couple. Okay, let's yeah. go. Marketing shows, two people come to mind. It doesn't have to be a marketing show, just oh, okay. from any anywhere. Right. Well, who do you want to see? I want to get Andy Frisella on here. Andy Frisella, okay. Yeah. Frisella. Andy Frisella would be a great guest. One of my two. He just sunsetted the MFCEO and just started a new podcast called Real AF. Oh, that yeah. So you and it. it's pretty. It's pretty. Mm-hmm. It's it's real. It so that's a good one. Andy Frisella, Andy Frisella would be great to have on the show for sure. I think we should get Aiden on the show. Aiden Ritchie. Aiden. So Aiden Ritchie, okay, is our. He works for an offspring of Trinity Web Media, Delaware River Towns local, and it would be good to have Aiden. Aiden, uh, the he's, he's he's the young buck of the crew who has a lot of doctor's appointments and he isn't here today. I thought he was going to be here. And for some reason, he's a Celtics fan. <laughs> yeah, so he's a Celtics fan. He does have red hair, so that does explain himself. <laughs> Scalabrini, rolled <laughs> off on him. Anybody else? <laughs> who, who would you try to name? Uh, Gary V. Gary Vaynerchuk? Okay. Gary V would be great. And Robert Evans from Behind the Bastards. Oh, okay. He's got some of the best podcasting banter I've ever heard. And okay. I'm sure as marketers, he'd make us feel like bastards at some point. Oh, no doubt. Marketers ruin everything. I mean, if I had a stretch and, you know, throw out names like that, I would love to have a conversation with, like, Seth Godin. Mm. Seth Godin is one of the most brilliant, sophisticatedly simple marketing minds. Mm. You know what I mean? I'd like to have Jay Bear on the show. Yeah, I'd like Bear. to have a conversation with Jay. That would be interesting. Yeah. But, you know, as far as, like, our pool of people that we know, 
the people that we'd like to invite in. I'd love to have like, I'd love to have Jonathan Crisotti, Scott Yako, Chuck Reynolds, and Joshua Zierin on the show. Maybe all at once, oh, which man. would be which would be amazing. Get My the band friends, back together. you know, from getting the band back together, <laughs> for, uh, other gang plankers, and uh, Francine Hardaway, I think would be an amazing oh, guest. Yeah. Talk to talk to Francine. Anybody else like local that we work with that we talk to all the time come to mind that you like that on the show? Oof. I'd like to have Susan Byer on again. Susan, Byer. yeah. Susan or maybe, and, or Chris Lee when he does when he transitions into Australian business life. Yeah, you know, mm-hmm. I have a couple of good friends who are over there. I think that they're going to be close in proximity. You know, I'd love to have them on our talk of little business. Um, It'd be cool to highlight some local business owners too around yeah. the area. I mean, yeah. I don't know who we can reach out. And oh, you know, so we talked Lambert. about her at lunch today, Marianne Cordillo. She right. kind of car. Yeah. She took a niche within the catering industry and really made it her own. Yeah, and then she owns a coffee catering company that does seven figures. Yeah, that does events and and uh, trade shows, events, yeah. parties, you know, things like that. She brings the she brings Starbucks to you, yeah. only with better coffee. Yeah. You know, I think that there's a lot of other people. You know, and if you want to be on the show, if you're listening, reach out to yeah. us. You know, you you can get you can reach out to me at Taylor at Trinity Web Media. What's our Twitter and everything? Okay, so we got reach out at uh at the new marketing show on uh, Instagram, or you could reach out to me at Nate Baldy or GR Taylor too, or then Trinity web media. Yeah. Let us know without a doubt. So coming to the end of episode 100, it's been a great run. It has been a lot of fun. I think that this is a good place to say, Hey, we're going to take some time off. (laughs) (laughs) We're going to take some time off on the podcast. This is the end. We're in the middle of January, right? Uh, I'm sorry. We're in the middle of December right now. Mm -hmm. So I think that we're we're so we're gonna put the show on hiatus for a couple of weeks, enjoy family and friends and holidays and vacations. So I think that you know let's uh let's pick this up again in 2020 in January. What do you think? Love it. Start the year off strong. Let's start it off strong. So hey everybody, thank you for listening, Nate. Thank you for being here, Kevin. Thank you. Thanks for coming on the show again, again. for being on the show again, <laughs> co-hosting again. <laughs> it's really been crazy around here, but it's been it's been awesome. And we thank everybody for listening. We thank all of our clients. Thank you to everybody who's been a part of Trinity, all of our clients, all of our supporters, mentors, friends, yeah. everybody, family, yeah. wives, girlfriends, parents. Yeah. I mean, mm-hmm. everybody who sees us bar- at our best and worst local bartenders. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, thank you to everybody who helps support us, whether you know that you have or not. I mean, you guys, that's you are- Dylan. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's just the way it goes. I mean, that's what makes small businesses go through the good, di- good days and bad days. Thanks to all of our guests. Thanks to everybody. Nate, thanks for doing a great job producing the show. We, yeah. I don't think the show would still be here and running. Yeah. For us to take a break at 100, if it wasn't for your dedication and you making the show happen, because there's a lot of times when it's like, hey, guys, you got to record a podcast because we, we, hit, <laughs> I feel like the, we hit a schedule. We, we yeah, hit every yeah. week. Oh, for sure. You know, I mean, I think that maybe there was a week off around 4th of July or something like that. Yeah. We took a one week break. But other than that, you know, we really appreciate everybody. So if you want more of the show, you can get us at trinitywebmedia.com slash podcast you can get us on apple podcast spotify iHeartRadio, stitcher where else uh lives in podbean who else anywhere else you know what you can get us wherever you get your podcast if you listen to joe rogan yeah. experience or Sierra, any of those big ones yeah. 
type in the new marketing show. I'm sure it'll pop up. So, hey, until next year, have a happy, safe holidays, whatever holidays you celebrate. Have a great, safe new year. And let's do this again in January. Thanks for listening. Happy holidays, guys. 